0: Welcome to another episode of In Another World. I am your host Zachary Landwold, and I have a very exciting show today because I will be talking with a dear friend, Stephen Isaac Rice, singer, dancer, performer, all just everything. He's he's has an amazing voice. Um, but we won't be singing today. We'll be talking about one of my favorite shows of my life, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It was the first show I was truly obsessed with. I would tape the episodes every week. I became just enamored with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um, and so that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to play a little game of uh, Buffy catchphrase at the end. It's so going to be lots of fun. But before I get into that, I just wanted to address two very pivotal pieces of pop culture that happened in the past week, which was the dropping of the new trailers for Wonder Woman 1984, and of course, as every film internet bro would tell you, the release of the Batman trailer. So thoughts about these two things. Well, it's just two completely different feelings because I watched the Wonder Woman 1984 trailer and that one I'm just, you know, living my best life thinking, oh my God, what a queer fantasy, you know, Gal Gadot with fucking gold wings and Kristen Wiig giving real like dark against hype uh, villain casting realness, and so I'm really into it. I mean, if I, I'm still, I can't remember when they say it's actually getting released. I think I heard it was pushed to next year, but whenever it comes out, I will be the, the, first in line to go see because I loved the first Wonder Woman, and I with the what they have lined up, I feel like they're kind of pandering to me, and it, you know, it's working, it's working. I want to go see it, and the Batman, the, the Batman, um, like. This one I'm, like, more whatever about. Like, I still think it looks good. I, I, I'm i I'm still interested in seeing it. But it just feels, like, why does everything have to be so dark? Like, there were several parts in the trailer where, like, can someone turn up the brightness on this, please? Because I literally can't tell who is who. And speaking of not being able to tell who is who, there was, of course, the big mystery about this one puffy-faced man and everyone wondering, oh, is that Colin Farrell? Like Maybe that's Colin Farrell. But everyone at first went, oh, no, that's not Colin Farrell. Like, like that's not Colin Farrell's face. That's not his eyebrows. That's not his voice. It's not him. And I actually thought, oh, no, that's, that's not Colin Farrell. They must be saving him. Because they didn't really show, like, a lot of Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman either. Like, there was lots of stuff that wasn't shown. Turns out it is Colin Farrell. You'll know the face I'm talking about from the trailer if you've seen it. And it just looks like character actor Tom Wilkinson, and I, I think I posted this on Twitter. I said, "Why didn't they just cast Tom Wilkinson? We've saved a ton on makeup." Um, you know, little hot take. I don't know. I just—I don't understand the point of hiring an actor to play a role when you know you are going to change their voice entirely and you're going to alter their appearance entirely. So they're not going to resemble themselves or sound like themselves so it's just you know I know acting is all about disappearing into a role but at some point why are we hiring an actor to play a role if you don't want some of their essence in it I just I don't know just just I don't even know what opinion I'm trying to say I guess you know I'll go see it I, I'm, I'm mostly in it for Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman I do think Robert Pattinson looks delicious I mean his his chin alone like I would fuck his chin I would do it but I'll see you both. More excited for Wonder Woman, of course, though. But thank you so much for all the people that have followed on Twitter in the past week. I'm still meeting so many fun people. You can follow the pod. Just a reminder at In Another World Pod on Instagram or at IAW Podcast on Twitter. I do tend to be on Twitter more these days than Instagram. Uh, but yeah, reach out if you ever have any questions about the pod, any suggestions. I also got some messages from listeners on Instagram. It was nice to touch base with them and hear some really nice, nice things to say. Very nice things to say. So everyone I chatted with, thank you so much. You're so sweet. And without further ado, let's get into the discussion on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Well, welcome to the podcast. Yay!
1: <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on. I'm so excited to be doing this. My favorite topic of discussion. Well,
0: yeah, I've been wanting to do a Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode pretty much since the beginning. Um, but I don't have any friends that are super well versed in it, really. Like, it's not, not anyone that I haven't spoken to in at least like a decade. So uh, really
1: no one. Yeah, I, that's why I'm so excited is because I never get to talk about this yeah. and I literally fall asleep to it uh, every yeah. night, so. <laughs> I don't
0: fall asleep to it. Um, I can't <laughs> fall asleep to TV, but if I could, I would. I think I probably did in high school.
1: Right. I, was... I, I mean, I remember I was, used to watch it when it was live on the air, oh, so when I, I mean, we were young when it first came out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was probably like five when it was coming on. <laughs>
1: yeah we shouldn't have been watching it that yeah. was not five
0: <laughs> uh i want to you know make myself yes out to be so delicate yes. and dainty
1: it doesn't matter how age is just a construct so.
0: yeah, of course yeah <laughs> um as long as the wrinkles don't show then i can just keep being 27 forever
1: Exactly. I've already started looking up Botox, but just as preventative. Oh, I gotta you know,
0: tell you, so. I've, I've started telling my friends, my like, guys, if in, like, three or four years I start seeing some, like, wrinkles setting in, I might get some mild Botox.
1: Not crazy That's, Botox, but some it's mild. It's 2020. It's 2020, so, you know. Freak what you
0: feel. Well, it's like the older I get, the more people I talk to and the more people I find out are doing it than I realize. And I go, Oh, you don't look like you did Botox and they're like, Well, I don't get a lot of Botox. I just get like just you know, it's little little, bits, yeah, little just bits.
1: A little sprucing, a little sprucing. Just to smoo- smooth
0: out the canvas a little bit. That's about it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> So, um, I like to ask all the guests what have they been watching or listening to lately, especially in quarantine. We have lots of time for media.
1: Yes, so much time. Um, What have I been listening to? uh, Chloe and Hallie a lot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Those little, because I'm a Beyonce fan, obviously. So those little girls just like fulfill me in that kind of way i guess but i've been watching um there's two shows there's one called hannah on amazon prime
0: i keep meaning to start that i keep seeing the ads for it when we watch america's next top model (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) it's very good it's based off of the movie i think i loved uh,
0: the movie so i was kind of like i hope it's as good as the movie
1: it's very good it's a little slow at the beginning um but it has super good action scenes which is actually why i keep watching And then um, Umbrella Academy, which is the second season. I just got into the second season. It's a lot better than the first season. Mm, It's very strange. You have to have a very open mind. There's a lot of, you know, there's time travel and there's all kinds. A talking monkey.
0: I've been watching Buffy lately to get ready for this episode. So anything seems normal at this point.
1: Yes, yes, (laughs) yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. I feel like lately my... My viewing has been a mixed bag because uh, me and Maximilian have just been watching, uh, we watched Hannibal, the show Hannibal. The show, yeah. We just finished it literally today, the finale, we watched it an hour ago. Um, and then I've been watching Buffy, so it's like all this dark stuff and then like sci-fi weirdness of Buffy. But then we we have like palette cleansers of America's Next Top Model. Um. <laughs> currently on season 10 of america's next top model we're just uh, slowly going through well,
1: well i've already watched okay since quarantine so at the beginning of quarantine i only watched one real housewives franchise
0: i've never Definitely. watched real housewives i've never done it
1: let me tell you i thought that i would not be able to get into <laughs> like so now i'm watching beverly hills mm-hmm. and new york and atlanta oh man and dallas
0: i heard atlanta's the best
1: atlanta is definitely the best and it's the easiest to jump into yeah and it's the closest the city, city just, to me
0: it feels the most local to me
1: it and it fe- and the ladies are the most relatable they feel the most normal i've heard uh, that. the other franchises the ladies are just you know they come from a lifestyle that is different <laughs> so you're just less relatable at first have you watched Tacoma? Pot- Potomac. Potom- <laughs> Whatever I said. <laughs> I I recently started Potomac, um, but those. It's again. It's the lady. It takes getting used to the uppityness of it. Yeah, so. yeah. But um, they are funny. They are very funny.
0: Yeah, I I always I don't always think I'm above the Real Housewives because I watch trash also, so I do not try to pretend like I'm above it. But I always wonder if there'll be anything to hook me into it. Because I've always looked at the women and I'm like, what are you famous for other than being a housewife? What have you got for me?
1: Um, if you I really think Atlanta and New York, you should watch.
0: I think I would probably start Oh, I have heard New York is also really good. I heard that's good. New
1: York, they're just so, they're silly. They're <laughs> yeah. so silly. And they don't care how wasted they look.
0: Is that the one with Bethany Frankel? Is that the one she's yes. on? Ooh, okay. Yes. <laughs> well, uh... Yeah.
1: Yeah, I just, the, she even too, like, she'll be naked, she'll be, you know, so drunk she's passing out. Like, they all will. And none of of the other ladies on the other franchises, they all, you know, they have an image that they want to portray. Of course, of course. But the New York ladies are.
0: Yeah, I've never, I've never watched Housewives, but I do remember there was this amazing interview when Bethany Frankel had her talk show for like five minutes or whatever, when um. Um, uh, uh, Omarosa was on. Did you ever see that interview with Omarosa?
1: I did. Oh my God. I did. I did. I did.
0: <laughs> Just like, Omarosa. honey, you make cupcakes for a living. I worked in the White House. Get a grip.
1: Get a grip. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after, if you watch the show, because on the show, she is like the queen bee. So yeah. it's like, why though? Oh, man. But no, not to take away from her success. She's very successful. Sure, her sure. businesses do very well.
0: Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Um, I also, I just, I finally heard WAP. Or WAP? 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 Not WAP. I'm saying WAP. WAP is, WAP is a, uh, <laughs> a like bad the term to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, yeah, the bat. I finally, I finally saw the video.
1: It, and what do you think?
0: It's fun. It's fun. I like it.
1: Very fun. I I listened to the, the song first, which I wish I would have watched the video first. Yeah. I, I saw listened the, video to the song And like... I was just like, hmm. And then I watched the video and I was like oh my
0: god I feel like I have that a lot with with songs where I'll listen to the song first and I I just go oh it's whatever and then I watch the video with it and go oh okay now I'm into it yeah
1: yeah that's literally how it was and I mean the the lyrics are just
0: you can't it's them. just
1: so fun yeah. it's so fun what's not so Right. And, uh, you know, we don't have a lot going on this summer. So we needed something to just kind of shake things up. And
0: and they gave it to us. Folklore didn't, like, really do it for me. Like, I I mean, I don't dislike it or anything, but it's not, like, what my mood really needs right now. Um, I feel like I've been responding to more uh, high-energy music because it (laughs) distracts me from the mundane of the day-to-day.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, I haven't listened to the whole album, but I have a sense of what it, it all sounds like yeah and we just have to re- actually recorded it in quarantine right
0: i guess so right i mean i would think so so that's
1: probably if she's just making what she felt i think i think i'll probably get it. into it in the
0: fall <laughs> like when it's when it's cooler out and i need uh to stay inside with my you know my spiced my spiced rum or something <laughs> my yes. mulled wine and then maybe maybe yes. then i'll enjoy
1: it <laughs> Yes, that sounds good. I mean, and yeah, I haven't had a day where I feel like I'm going to play this smooth <sighs> album.
0: It's the summer. I don't listen to stuff like that in the summer. It's, it's not even anything right. against the music. Like, I listen to a couple of the songs, and they're really, they're very pretty. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, with Taylor Swift, it's usually, oh, those lyrics are so gorgeous. Then, oh, her vocals are giving me life. That's, that's not really ever yeah, what know, I get I'm, from Taylor
1: Swift. I'm not, a, I'm not a really a uh, fan, but I no. try and stay uh, just to know, to know what people are listening to. I try and like, stay. Like,
0: Educated. Current.
1: Yeah. Um, but, and I will say a lot of times what happens is I'll hear a cover of one of her songs and I'll hear someone else sing yeah. it and I'm like, oh, wait, that's actually beautiful. <laughs>
0: yeah um i don't know what that means that i yeah i very much have experienced that also where i hear some gorgeous cover of a taylor swift song and think oh that's a pretty song i do like that song
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so but you know she's done not to take away from her no of course not she's done she's very talented yeah she just you know as a singer not necessarily what i
0: and I think even she knows that she's not the world's most phenomenal vocalist. Like, I, I remember I watched her documentary, and she pretty much implied that she knows that if she didn't write all of her music, she wouldn't be as famous as she
1: is. That's, oh, definitely. And that's and okay. I mean, and that's perfectly fine. Because there are perfectly other singers... Fine. We've that had can, lots of those.
0: Well, we have lots of singers that can belt their face off. If you told them to write a hit single, they'd be like, uh, okay. A lot...
1: A lot more than people realize, yeah. because some of these singers have like writing credits. Yeah. But if, if they can see my air quotation marks, but uh, um,
0: <laughs> podcasting famously a yeah. visual medium. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they they just added a riff into the song and then they have a writing credit and I'm like.
0: <laughs> or they sat in the room when they were writing lyrics and went, oh, what if and we like, said mm. sunshine instead of, oh. Uh, <laughs> <you know>. yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, That's literally it. It's okay. So I do a segment with all of my guests called Your Birth and Pop Culture, which okay. is when I look up your date of birth and I tell you pop culture related facts connected to the day you entered this world or entered pop wow. culture, if you will. So I have wow. the number one movie and the number one song that, uh, The Day You Were Born. Are you ready?
1: Give it to me. Give it to me.
0: The number one song was Gonna Make You Sweat, Everybody Dance Now by C&C Music Factory. That's pretty great. Wow.
1: That's a great one. That's a really good one. Yeah,
0: that's That's a great one. one. And the number one movie, it was kind of a full circle moment for me because of what I've been watching, but the number one movie was The Silence of the Lambs.
1: A rookie FBI agent. Found a
0: girl's body down in West Virginia. Are you saying that he's killed again? I'll help you catch him, Clary. A psychiatrist turned psychopath. Yes, and now, Clary, Poor little Catherine is waiting. Opposites
1: with one attraction.
0: Tell me his name, doctor. Now. Lecter's missing and arm.
1: Her life hangs in the balance. That's yeah, a raging maniac. Who knows what he'll do? The Silence of the Lambs. Rated R. Wow. I mean, wait, this is so fitting. Both this song and this movie are so fitting Really? To my day of birth. Yes. Because I love, that. obviously that song is great, okay. but I love, like, dark things. There you go. And so I obviously love Silence of the Land.
0: We got horror movies for you, and we got, we got some up-tempo dance. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, because sometimes I do this for some of my guests, and I've never heard of the song. I've, I, I don't know what it is. So this, I was like, yeah, it's content, I know. Yes. Yeah. So we are here to talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I don't really know any other way to get into this, but just ask, what do you think you initially connected to with it?
1: Uh well so I I always love dark stuff mm-hmm. I was just talking with my roommate and she said Stephen you have just always been obsessed with like because my favorite movie when I was in second grade if you'd asked me what my favorite movie was I would have said Cruel Intentions
0: <gasps> yeah I loved that movie but I was
1: in second grade I didn't actually know what was happening I just yeah. think that I was attracted to the like dark style yeah. of it yeah um so I think I like that I love Sarah Michelle Gellar at the time I thought she was so beautiful yeah uh the character willow is just was so relatable to me and then she came out as gay Mm -hmm. and i was just like okay you know i'm just here for it and also i will say this gays love witches i don't don't know why i think i think because we love powerful women
0: same i would agree for myself as well yeah
1: Um, So I I think those are the things that drew me to it.
0: Yeah, when I was younger, I think I also was into Buffy because I was a weird kid that watched lots of horror movies. Um, Not even necessarily for the violence or anything. So I usually would cover my eyes during the violence. But there was something about the, I don't know if it was like the adrenaline rush of of the fear or that they usually centered around like, yeah, like a girl, like that, that horror, like final girl at the end of a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it was always, like, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt or Nev Campbell or something. And, that was,
1: and they were always just such watchable people. Like, yes. those are two. Jennifer Love Hewitt,
0: come on. Well, and, yeah, like, Sarah Michelle Gellar, I still find it so fascinating that, I mean, I... Th- she hasn't had a failed career of any, you know, stretch of imagination because she'll be forever branded in pop culture because of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But you would think after Buffy the Vampire Slayer, it's kind of like the perfect acting reel for an actress because she gets to be funny, she gets to do drama, she gets to do action. So it's still so shocking to me that she hasn't, um, I don't know, had more success since then.
1: It's kind of weird. Uh- It is weird. I think that I mean, because look at like Reese Witherspoon, right? You'd say she is someone who got success, yeah, who stayed steadily doing projects that were respected, you know. Yeah. But I think that this is just that's one of the cool things about pop culture is that we just pick and choose who (laughs) our people are going to be. It can be ten celebrities that have the exact same amount of talent and similar careers, but we're going to choose one or two of them to be our. (laughs) to be our people
0: well yeah so um in preparation for this i also just because i wanted it for context i went back and watched the the movie version of buffy the vampire slayer and of course uh Hilary swank is in it as like a like a you know a small part as one of the like bitchy teenager cheerleaders and i'm watching that movie and i go if you have told me when i saw this movie that that girl was going to go on to be a two-time oscar-winning actress i would have been like <laughs> okay yeah sure why not so it's just you never know
1: you never know
0: and I almost feel like for Sarah Michelle Gellar maybe it's one of those things where she was so iconic as Buffy that we can't really believe her as other roles still because it's just such a subliminal stamp in our minds I don't know
1: that's part of it and I mean everything is every success has some percentage of luck in it And I think that we can't expect her to, Buffy, she did great work in that show. We forever have it. And that show was so iconic and we will forever have it. And we can't expect every single thing that somebody does to be that big, you know? (sighs) We can't all be Beyonce. (laughs) We can't all be Beyonce. We
0: can't all be Beyonce. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, even Beyonce, I think it's so funny I mean, obviously, she has earned every bit of uh, recognition and fame that she has. But at the same time, when I was a little kid watching Destiny's Child, I mean, I love Destiny's Child, but I never could have even fathomed how, how huge Beyoncé would become. I mean, because she's our generation's, like, I guess she's like our Diana Ross, or like our, like, I'm telling you what, like a older generation what the version of Beyonce would have been i guess like a I tina mean, turner like a
1: a tina turner i mean at this point she's our i mean our michael jackson our you know she's yeah. our madonna <laughs> right. our that the the bitch on top you yeah. know that is just there for de- decades
0: she'll be here i mean i and... think her and lady gaga will be around till we're like old 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 because they both have yeah. so much talent um and I, a lot of these other like you know divas they're great but i can't imagine them still being here in like 30 years or something you know but like beyonce yeah. i'm like it's beyonce like i don't see yeah. her unless she decides to retire for a while i don't see her going anywhere
1: and she's just been so good at like riding the wave of like changing constantly yeah uh, staying current as possible like how she's how old is she? Like almost 40 and she decides to start rapping all of a sudden (laughs) and it was really good. Is she almost 40? I mean, definitely. She's been around for over 20 years. So that's fair. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, She's been here for a while. She
0: just doesn't look a day over like 32. Like I don't, I don't even get it. Um, She looks great. We love her so much that we like forgive most of her acting career because she's Beyonce.
1: You know, I, I think that, you know, god or whoever everyone believes in when they were making people and said okay i'm gonna make this being and i can't make her a perfect being no. i have to give her one flaw You gotta have a flaw if she can't act <laughs> it's okay it's great she she has done things that are passable
0: i think dream girls is her best thing
1: yeah um she her her performance in cadillac records was good. oh
0: she is good at that too i finally saw that a few years ago, and I went, "Oh, she's actually good at this." Like I, I kind of slept on this movie for a long time.
1: Yeah, uh, I listened to the soundtrack, which is—I don't know anybody else to say—I listen to the Cadillac Records soundtrack <laughs> right. all the time. But I,
0: I well, I remember the first time I heard her. If she was on, I think the Oprah Show and they were promoting Cadillac Records. And they were coming back from break and they started playing At Last, but they played it without visuals with the audio. And at first I thought it was Etta James for like five seconds and they showed Beyonce and I was like, shit, they tricked me, they tricked me. Yeah,
1: yeah, she, I mean, she did her thing. I'm sorry, I would to say. And then I don't know what happened with that movie. I feel like it's forgotten or it didn't ever do that well. I feel
0: like it'll probably age well. I feel like people will probably find it in a few years and go, oh yeah, that was great. I mean, it's not. Yeah, well, we're not here to talk about Catholic records or Beyonce. But that's Beyonce bleeding into pop culture anywhere, anywhere always. she can.
1: Always, always. Yeah, she stays in the conversation. <laughs> she can't
0: help it. She can't help it be a part of pop culture. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember at the time like buffy was i think buffy was the first show that i felt like an adult i mean i wasn't an adult but i felt an adult like urge to watch this show like, I like that's the show i watch every week i don't miss it um i would tape it so i could rewatch it during the week like and it was on the wb which was like such a hip young network at the time uh with that stupid frog the little little wb frog oh
1: yeah (laughs) i haven't thought of that in so long Uh,
0: well this show has been bringing up all sorts all sorts
1: of memories
0: Um, but it's
1: crazy i remember when she so i was yeah i was probably in fourth grade i remember them saying that it was a season finale and in my mind i thought i guess i thought series finale and i cried i cried to my mom I said, "Mommy, mommy, mommy." Oh. <laughs> they said it's going to be a season finale of Buffy, and I don't know. I can't. It can't end. And she's like, "Sweetie, <laughs>
0: let me tell you it's about just TV gone for the summer." <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember when um season five finale came on. Um, mm-hmm. that's the season five finale. Feels very final. It feels like it could have been the series finale. If anything, it could have been a perfect series finale. And, of course, now I know that I heard that they kind of left it intentionally final in case something had happened with, like, the switch over to UPN so that Mm -hmm. if some shenanigans happen, they could be like, well, the show's wrapped up. It's technically over. Um, But it's also weird that, yeah, when they came back on a new network. It also was met with like a rebirth uh plot line because all about her coming back from the dead. So it's it's kind of very meta.
1: Hello, lovely podcast listeners. I'm Nick Eibler, and I'm the host of the podcast Queer Queries, a new podcast that aims to celebrate
0: LGBTQ plus people and educate everyone on what has made us a fearless and
1: fabulous community of people over the course of history. Each week, I have a different member of the community sit down with me to discuss a different topic pertaining to our experience. And that's when I was introduced to a conversion camp. You know, there's fluidity also in personality and presentation.
0: We, as human beings, deserve to be treated as human beings.
1: She's here and she's queer. This show will cover the gambit. You'll laugh some, maybe
0: cry some, and ultimately learn about what makes us more than just rainbows, clack fans, and tea. New episodes out every Sunday. Be sure to rate and subscribe and follow us on
1: Instagram at @queer_queries. it was very so i will say i did actually like season six it started to get really unhinged really dark wise but really dark really dark uh you have like addiction and attempted rape at the end of the season yes i mean come on like yeah
0: Oh, I rewatched but, that episode with the whole Spike attempted rape scene. And I forgot how gruesome it was. Like, it was even worse than I it remembered. It was
1: hard. It was hard to watch and to see her in that weak... I mean, someone who's so strong be yeah. so weak in that moment. I mean, that was... Hard. I can picture her face right now of her saying, get out with the tears in her eyes. Oh, like, so good. So good. So good. But so dark
0: <laughs> well do you ever have that thing where you remember a moment in an old tv show being really traumatic but then you re-watch it and you go oh it's not as bad as i remember that one was actually the opposite it was, it was, it was worse. worse i mean it has
1: even different weight now nowadays you know. <sighs> Yeah. Or the, do you remember when her mom died in season five? Oh
0: yeah. um, That
1: whole episode. The the body,
0: the episode of the body. It has no music. There's, there's no music in the whole episode. Yes. In the
1: whole one. I forgot about that.
0: No, that's one thing to people I know that have never watched Buffy. I always try to take a moment and say, I know you probably have a snap judgment about what you think this show is. You think it's like a silly sci-fi Horror, you know, action show, which it is all of those things, of course. But I, and there are some dumb episodes, sure. I will, you know, I definitely have some skippable ones where I'm like, this is one that we skip. But (laughs) there's, I think, some real artistry in that show. I mean, some great acting, great writing. And yeah, just, I mean, to make like a top 10 list of like the top 10 episodes of the show, I would have to really. Like, rack my brain because there are so many good ones to choose from.
1: Now, this they did this thing where they would have the, the formula, right, for each episode to have like typical standard episode. Sure, yeah. And then every like, there was an episode, at least one episode in every season that was just stylistically completely different. Yeah. The episode with the gentleman. Ooh, oh my hush. God, like, that was brilliant. Ooh, that's one yes. of my favorite.
0: That is one of my favorite episodes
1: that was brilliant and you can just show Who it to someone that?
0: as a standalone episode it's it's a full yep. story onto itself yeah yeah or the remember the one season i think it's season f- i think it's season four where the finale it's even after the the quote-unquote bad guy has already been like killed and then there's this whole last episode where it's all dreams that's all and their dreams. dreams and it and it um it yeah it uh death is your gift
1: she yeah saying. she death gets all yeah
0: gift. it's yeah, I was telling another friend and they, I think I got them hooked. I think they might, might watch the show now. I was like it's really cool because there's one episode where it it, it literally predicts something that'll happen like a season and a half later. It's like cuz when um when she's talking to uh Faith uh in her dream and she's and she's making all the allusions to Dawn coming. And right. it's so cool when you look at it in like
1: the full picture. It's amazing. And I mean we could talk about how uh, the first layer is black. Yep. The first men on there that was I and mean, this is in the early 2000s. Yep. Like I'm still saying it.
0: So I don't <laughs> I'm like, how do I go through Buffy? There are a million things to talk about. Um but I guess <laughs> I'll go back to the very beginning. I think the first season, it's kind of a weird first season. I, I definitely whenever i watched it this time i just kind of skipped ahead to the second season um like i watched the pilot and then i went okay now let's just let's, skip, let's i skip honestly
1: ahead. always start at to me so they're all i still think season one and season two are good yeah there's something but watch, i always yeah. skip them i start at season three because i think season three is amazing
0: yeah my um season three i think i remember by season three when especially at the end when it's leading up to their graduation and everything i remember just being on like the edge of my seat as a little little awkward child watching that show i'm mean, like what's gonna happen and, and faith uh, is and, in, i
1: mean faith that's such a good character faith is
0: it like i was into faith and i was so happy they brought her back for the last season so Me I remember too. thinking, like, y'all, come on. Like, especially Joss Whedon. I'm like, she was on your damn dollhouse show. And come on, Bitch. bring her back. Bring her back. Come on.
1: Dollhouse. I tried it. I did try
0: it. I tried I really did try. Um, and I liked her on it. Like, she was good in it. I think she made it about as good as it could have been. Uh, mm-hmm. It was too similar to, it felt like, Uh, I feel like he was getting a lot of inspiration from several shows like Alias at the time and he was trying to do like a cocktail of all these different shows and it it didn't feel as fresh or original as as Buffy did or even like I wasn't really into Firefly but I did watch some episodes of Firefly and I was like at least I got it I was like this isn't for me but I get why people would like this
1: yeah I felt like Dollhouse was just kind of like I just was like why am I watching like what (laughs) what's it for
0: yeah (laughs) yeah well by that time i think i was like "Eh, i'll just watch buffy and then when buffy was over by that point i was i think i was too busy being a theater kid to even watch tv so i was just kind of watching like will and grace and that was about it
1: (laughs) see i why i will say i watched angel almost as obsessively as i watched buffy
0: see okay yeah so i remember when angel came out because of course he leaves at the end of season three and it sets up a whole whole thing and i was all excited to get into angel because i thought oh cool now i'll have two shows and this this will be great and i i watched i think probably most of the first season but it lost me so much in that first season but i kind of was like Eh, I guess I'll like I'll check in if like she's gonna be on or something maybe I'll like check in so it wasn't that
1: exciting to watch like to know like oh she she Buffy would say in the episode that week she'd be like I'm going to LA because I have to do blah 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 and then later that week she'd be in the episode of Angel and I'd be like yeah
0: I would watch that I would always watch that and I um I did love uh, going back to the beginning I did love the character of Cordelia and I remember being so upset there writing her off of Buffy, but then I found that was because she was going to be on Angel. And so she kept me there for a little while. Um, but it was, yeah, I don't know. It's so weird because I feel like when Angel left in season three... I feel like they immediately went okay. Well, who's going to be the male romantic interest for her? And they started developing the whole Spike thing. Like, obviously, not right away into a romantic thing, but I definitely felt but like it they was used
1: hinted. He was obsessed already,
0: obsessed, and they just kind of slowly kept making Spike the like basically the replacement for yeah, uh, Angel. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it. I think the first two seasons of Buffy are fun in like a campy you know can't be low budget sci-fi horror way it's it's a it's a completely different feel from how i think as her character ages and matures the show also gets into more interesting stuff um mm-hmm. like i think when she starts getting into college is when the show gets like
1: really really good and you can just see it even in, like, the quality of it. Like, everything looks cleaner imagery-wise. Yeah. imagery, imagery, imagery wise, I can't speak. Um, <laughs> but, um, and the production just looks better. But speaking of the production, have you ever noticed um, her stunt doubles?
0: Okay, so it's funny. I've been re-watching it, right? And I remember always reading that she did a lot of her fight choreography. But I started going, okay, but I know how, I know how, publicity works i know how they try to spin this so i was trying to look for her stunt doubles and sometimes you can read it's funny I- sometimes you
1: can really, really tell because
0: suddenly the legs are much bigger and the thighs are much more muscular and it's like that's or not- the shoulders
1: are like super strong and i'm like uh. <laughs> yeah
0: um i also forgot about all the sound effects for the fights to like. Psh- like I, yes. I love it. I don't know. There's something so campy and like great about it. I don't and know. once
1: you notice, you can't unnotice. Oh no! It's for sure. there.
0: It's a little drinking game. Whenever you hear a sound effect, you have to take a shot. Yes.
1: <laughs> or whenever they play the sound, they pan off of the vampire jesting and they just play the sound because they didn't feel like putting the effects in yeah, right there. <gasps> <Yeah. Yes.
0: laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's funny how sometimes I'm like, ah, they didn't want to have to make that visual effect, so they <laughs> just <laughs> played the sound effect.
1: Yeah. Definitely those moments.
0: So how do you rank the villains of Buffy? Because I definitely know which one is my favorite.
1: My favorite villain.
0: Mine is... So I love Glory. I love... That's mine. Mine is
1: Glory. I, that's your favorite? I love Glory. Love oh, Glory. Oh my goodness. That's my favorite yeah, season, actually. That.
0: That's my favorite season. Cause, is that my favorite season because it's so much like tension and like and and you're just on the edge of your seat by the end because especially once they find out she's a god and they're like you can't kill her she's a god and they're it's you're just as like, an audience member going but, but, but then what are we gonna do yeah <laughs> what she gonna and do? she
1: was so strong like she was so strong yeah. like no no one on the show had been that strong and you're just like like a, a bil- she stomped <laughs> yeah. her foot and a building fell down
0: like and she and i loved her because i knew her from um bring it on she was one of the yeah yeah, and so i was like oh yeah she was so
1: cute her hair was so pretty yeah and i just she was like fabulous she's like a gay boy's dream
0: (laughs) yeah oh i mean come on (laughs) i feel like that was that was like a uh you know a little bone thrown for the gays that watched the show because she was so like
1: minions
0: and she was so feminine she was so like <laughs> you know she was wearing like a mark jacobs skirt but uh choking a demon <laughs> it's just great yes and i just loved all of her um insults at her henchmen <laughs> which is like
1: and i just love the way she just would just buffy again so she's such a strong character and such a strong personality yeah. to see her in like not be on top to see her in a moment of weakness is like pretty powerful and the way that Glory just always just like talk, spoke about her like she was nothing.
0: Yeah, and I, I think as an audience, too, she was the first villain that we couldn't imagine how Buffy would beat her. Because every other season, I'm like, oh, okay, they'll, they'll figure out some spell. They'll, they'll blah, blah, blah. when they're like, oh, she's a god. Like, you can't kill a god because she's a god. You as an audience were just thinking, well, where is this going? Like, how is this going right. to work out? And I'll never forget, I still think it's one of my favorite moments in television is Giles. Well, Giles. Oh, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Giles. <Tried> it. <laughs> but when Buffy, it's a normal episode, it's been a normal thing. And Buffy comes home. She walks into her room. And then suddenly her mom says, Buffy, if you're going out, will you take your sister? And then you as an audience were like, What? And then suddenly there's Michelle Trachtenberg, and you're just and then back in the day. Oh, children you couldn't just binge watch things you had to wait a week and so yeah. for a week i had just had my head spinning on my body going what's happening the children have a sister what's going on oh it was that was
1: that was so crazy but it was such a good move right because you in order to especially for longevity you've got to change it up yeah. like you can't just have the same situation and what a good addition she was to the show
0: yeah and i and also yeah what a great addition and also i love how the next episode it's the dramatic irony of like us as the audience we're thinking she's not supposed what what is going on but they're actually like everything is totally normal as if she's and it's from been her there.
1: perspective remember and yeah. so it's almost like they're introducing us to her yeah. completely. <sighs> she, we're just reading her journal entries over and over again. Oh, it's so yeah. so brilliant. Oh yeah. And to the sister dynamic for the for Buffy as a character was so important for us to witness.
0: Well and I think the Dawn character is pivotal to Buffy's growth as a just a person because it forces her to grow up a lot. And it also when her you know her mom passes away, it gives her someone she has to take care of she has to like sort of become the mother in a way so just great great writing Hey, I'm Josh Bell. I'm Jason Harris. Hey, Josh, we're friends in real life, but we're also co-hosts on
1: this new podcast called Awesome Movie Year, where we take a look back at an awesome year for movies and do a deep dive looking at movies, including the Best Picture winner, the biggest movie at the box office, future cult classics, and more. Including the biggest flop. And this season
0: we're doing 1994. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. That could be Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. We're all over the web as well at Awesome Movie Year on all the socials and AwesomeMovieYear.com. So please like us, subscribe. And uh, if you do like us, give us a five-star rating because we love you.
1: Uh, Who's your other, who's another favorite villain?
0: Ooh, um, my other favorite, Oh, oh, it's probably The Principal. Or the mayor, not the not the principal, the mayor. Oh, the, the mayor, mayor, yeah, yeah. probably was, the mayor.
1: That was such a good, such good writing. Well, and for such
0: him, I loved writing. how he was evil with a smile. Like he was like he was like Mister Rogers, but if he was secretly a, a you know <laughs> a wannabe. And he was demon.
1: clean and collected and calm, and...
0: and he was so sweet with Faith. He was like so like genuinely loving with her, and so it showed like. A little bit of just enough humanity for you to not just like purely hate him, but you never yes. like, uh, I think that's so much more interesting than than like like uh the the villain from the first season um uh the master. the master, yeah the master, he was just kind of like, oh, he it's was just evil. typical, yeah. yeah, I think that's why i don't like season one as much no because... personality
1: really just evil
0: yeah, and I feel like season one. I know it was like a mid... I think Buffy was a mid-season replacement. Like, it came on... That's why the season's so short. And I also feel like they were just kind of recreating a season-long version of what the movie was. It's like, oh, it's like this mega vampire that she has to kill, you know? Don't
1: they always do that? Yeah. I was talking about that with that show, Hannah. Oh. The first... Almost the entire first season is literally just the movie. I oh, really? So it's like, but it's good. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, of course it's good. You already knew it worked, <laughs> right. so that's why I use it.
0: Well, um, yeah, it's like when like I just watched Hannibal, and Hannibal is so much like, oh look, it's that character. Oh, I know what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. But then they would. Mm-hmm.
1: That, have you watched that show, Hannibal? I've watched like the first three episodes. I like it a lot.
0: It's very so. violent. It is one of the I yes. It's one of the most violent. And what channel
1: did it come on? It NBC. was on like one of the main ones. NBC. Yeah, NBC. So it wasn't like HBO. No,
0: they. I would i would just keep turning to maximilian and going how did this play on nbc even if it was playing at 10 o'clock i don't know how like it was more vicious than like dexter in some i episodes.
1: think things have the rules have changed now that has been out in the past two or three years right yeah,
0: well i think that, it was on
1: air like two years ago maybe
0: i think it was 2013 through 2015 okay 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 but still i mean like stuff has changed so much but i mean Oh, that show I would have to just cover my eyes and sometimes I would like shove my fingers into my ears a little bit. I'm like, I don't even want to hear the sound effects. I don't want to hear Yeah. And it's so detailed. Very detailed. And and I think back in the day, if it was a network TV show, you would have that eternal rule of, Well, they're not gonna show it because it's TV, but then they would show it and I would go, Mm -hmm. Never mind, I guess we're not following that rule anymore. Yeah. yes Whereas you know buffy they stab someone through the chest and there's like a full whole you know cavity and it's like no blood <laughs> right exactly
1: yeah um and there were we used to have all these rules like unspoken rules in movies and and tv like for yeah. instance you wouldn't see a kid die you just wouldn't see it yeah and i was watching dr sleep do you know that movie
0: Oh, I haven't this watched
1: it yet. Very good. Is I recently okay. watched it. Oh, well, I'm getting something away. Well, they, a child dies. I think I already know about this. So yeah, it's it's, okay. it's, groups, it's They give you full detail. And I'm, you keep waiting for the scene to just end because you're not supposed to see that. On, <laughs> but they broke the rule. And that, or the like rules the are first, just different now. I think. Yeah.
0: Or the first scene of It, the, the first It with the child has an mm-hmm. entire arm beaten <laughs>
1: yeah and you funny. just wouldn't see that like you just you just your mind literally is saying oh well that's not going to happen because that can't happen and
0: yeah. then yeah <laughs> well so who who's well who are some of your favorite characters of like the whole show if you had to make like a, the top, like a top five list in any order they don't have to be like in a in a order of how much you love them Okay. We can go.
1: We can take. So definitely turns. Willow, obviously. Yeah,
0: Willow would be in my top five as well.
1: Um, definitely Harmony.
0: Oh, well, Harmony. Okay.
1: Loved that she just came back as a vampire in that whole weird spike dynamic. Do you
0: know who I thought? Um, she reminded me of every time she was on the show was Tori Spelling. For some reason, I always got like Tori Spelling oh, vibes no! from her. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What a horrible vibe!
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's sort of I, but I was like, is this supposed to be based on Tori Spelling? Like, I just w- I wonder if it was like a, that.
1: Is what she what? That's like what her character was doing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I just
0: wonder if the actress was like, I'm gonna play like Tori Spelling.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that is too good! I've never thought about that. Now I won't be able to unsee it.
0: I think my next one for my top five would be Anya. Like I said, uh, Anya is definitely, definitely my top five. Definitely. Just because she's so funny. And she... Yeah.
1: And her humor was so strange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was so good.
0: Yeah. And she was one of the only people in the musical episode that could even like sort of carry a tune. Like, you know, sort of I carry I swear a
1: tune. to you, I completely had plans to talk about in the musica- musical episode That Anya was the star.
0: Agreed. She's staying well.
1: And she danced well in her number with Xander. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. If I know everyone says Tara, like, no, it's Tara. I'm like, I mean, yeah, she's a a lovely little voice.
1: A lovely little voice.
0: But, and I, I, hot take. I never was like a huge fan of the performance of the character of Tara. Um, I mean, she was very sweet. um, But I, I don't know that was just the character i liked what
1: she did i so i like the character a lot yeah, yeah, yeah i like what the actress did after she like lost her marbles
0: mm. oh like when, before... when she had yes. when she was still like not all there
1: yes yeah that was very good that performance
0: that was right but uh,
1: other than that yeah the actress
0: and I liked that she was the reason that Amy Adams appeared on the show for an episode. So that was nice.
1: Oh my God, so random. <laughs> I remember
0: being like, how that crazy is crazy
1: that! How crazy. But of course, at the time, I didn't know who that was. I really.
0: I think I know, actually, yeah, I was going to say I would know her from Drop Dead Gorgeous, but I don't think Drop Dead Gorgeous was really on my radar yet. So I don't think I had any idea who she was.
1: That was something that I discovered like years later.
0: Yeah, I only... I only knew people from stuff like I like I knew Glory from Bring It On I remember I was like oh my god that's the girl from Bring It On or I remember when um there was some other girl that was on the show in like a later season where I thought I know her but I can't remember who I'm thinking of maybe it'll come to me
1: but yeah I mean even Faith was on Bring It On too right yeah
0: but I knew her before Bring It On Bring It On was more like "Ooh, that's Faith
1: really i'm trying to remember if i knew
0: well because i'm thinking buffy aired it came on in i think 1998 and she appeared on season three so i think it was probably that she was in buffy like the year that bring it on came out but i knew her from Mm -hmm. buffy first so i just remember her coming in to bring it on and i was like oh my god it's faith (laughs) you know
1: that is yeah i guess that is true because i remember she was kind of like tough in her opening scene (laughs) She's and I do think ass. I remember thinking that's faith. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So you have you have
1: uh, Willow. You have Harmony. Willow, Harmony. I'm going to say who else? Who else? Who else? I so mean, Wesley. Who? I have Wesley. Wesley. Oh,
0: Wesley. Oh, he was not there long. Come on. Well, you're yeah, an but Angels then he man. went to do.
1: That's part of why yeah, I yep, think. Yep, 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 yep um and of course cordelia
0: cordelia of course i i miss her i miss her so much i was so sad when she had to leave i thought she would come back at least once like i thought they would bring her back maybe for like the last season or something which never did it i don't know
1: I... they did some weird stuff with her character on angel didn't really she really fall in stuff. love
0: with angel didn't they have she a whole Fell in love with
1: thing? angel she was possessed by a demon <laughs> That gave birth to itself. All right. And then she was in a coma for the entire rest of the show.
0: What? Like how long?
1: Like two seasons, maybe.
0: Like she was just in a coma for two seasons.
1: Like they were just like, "Oh, sucks what happened to Cordelia." Does she ever come out of the coma? She comes out of the coma for one episode, which then turns out to maybe have just been a dream, and then she dies
0: no are you kidding me wow why did they do her dirty like that
1: there's some drama Ooh. there's drama with her contract or some oh uh, relationship with the director or something so and I, there's always drama there's always They're real life drama behind all the stuff we question on these shows
0: Yeah, I remember I read that she also read for Buffy, and they almost cast her as Buffy, and then she, And and
1: Sarah was supposed to read, Sarah Michelle Gellar was supposed to read for Cordelia, yeah, which makes so much sense, because at that time, those are the kind of characters she was playing.
0: Well, and um, Sarah Michelle Gellar was almost uh, Cher in the movie Clueless.
1: Really? Yeah, she had to turn
0: it down because she was on All My Children and they wouldn't let her out of her contract to go film it.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: And also, I used to be able to find it. I, can't f- I tried to find it but they actually had an original, did you know there was an original Willow before Alison Hannigan? No. Yeah, there's a whole I can't find it anymore but there's an alternate version of the pilot where like, everything else is pretty much the same but there's a totally different actress playing Willow. And when it got picked up to series at WB, they were like, "We love the show. You need to recast Willow because she's she's not working." Um, And when you watch it, well, first of all, I'm saying this as someone who loves the show, so I can't imagine someone other than Alison Hannigan. But I do Mm -hmm. think it it was not it it was it was not it was a totally different type. Um, She was much more like frumpy and like. Like really nerdy, like really nerdy. It was a, it, it was. She wasn't as lovable as Allison Hannigan though, because mm-hmm. Allison Hannigan was just like so sweet and so immediately
1: like, lovable. Like as soon as her first scene, you just I know,
0: it. yeah, just so quirky. So, but like mm-hmm. not obnoxious quirky. Like just right. such a little sweetheart. You just want to pinch her cheeks.
1: Um, who are your other favorites? Oh
0: man, okay, so. So hard. Wait, who do I say? I said Glory, Glory, mm. Anya. God, this is so much my personality. Cordelia, I do think, is in my top five. Lots of like <laughs> sassy ladies. Um, yes. To put some testosterone in there. I think I'll put. I do love Giles. I have to say, I think I'm going to put Giles in my top five. Oh, here's it. if I'm making top. Okay, I'm going to make. Top five just doesn't include Buffy because Buffy is Buffy. Is Buffy. Uh, like, like, obviously, we know. Like, we, we, we get we it. Her. We get it. Like, you know. But I guess to round out my five, you yeah, would be them, Giles, and then... Ooh, it might be Faith. I think it's Faith. Yeah. Or... Oh, God. Mm, no, yeah. I'll go with Faith. I'll say Faith. Yes,
1: that's, that's my i I'm trying five. to make sure there's not, like... I'm trying to think of, like, random smaller parts well i almost said like that really did something for me oh
0: yeah i I remember when he had that whole episode where suddenly he was the star of the show and there was an alternate opening where he was suddenly edited to be the star of the show
1: or what happened when they were in high school when he was like
0: the shooting
1: yes yeah
0: I think there was some drama with that too because it was right around Columbine and so they had to be like hold on like don't air that episode yet like let's look at it and they had to I think they had to like reshoot a couple of things Mm -hmm. because originally I think it had more like actual like gunfire into like I don't think any kids got killed or anything but they were like we don't need footage of kids running around screaming and guns we, we don't need that.
1: It's interesting how we do this thing where we're like, "Oh, let's not add this because it's a touchy subject right now." <laughs> yeah. No, we need people need to see that this is happening so they see it. it's.
0: Because it's erasure. If you don't, uh, I mean, I agree. Don't exploit it. Like, don't be gross about it. But it's going on in the world. I mean, just because right. it wasn't on Buffy, I mean, I wasn't thinking about it all
1: the time at that moment. Right. And part of the problem is we, it's easy to gloss over stuff if we can distract ourselves. Mm-hmm. From it, you know, but we need to talk about it. We need I mean, to talk
0: about it yeah. At that, that time way. I was going to school, and they were starting to like enforce like clear backpacks and stuff, so you couldn't have oh. weapons. Like we were thinking about it. I started thinking yeah. every weird misfit kid at my school was going to turn out to be a shooter. I mean, I definitely thought about it.
1: So yeah. Yeah, but it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. What to are make we sure doing that people it? don't want to do it. Yeah. Not just that so they can't physically bring something in there. But why are they thinking
0: that way? Well, and that's the thing when they had the clear backpacks, I'm like, cool, clear backpacks. But the people that are doing this aren't coming into school regularly. They're they're sneaking a, a gun in under a jacket after school's already started. Like you know, just, you know. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, um, yeah. But that was so, yeah, Jonathan. I love. Well, you know, what I love about Buffy is that we're making this like top five characters of Buffy list, and. I could probably make a top 25 list because every, every character on that show that recurs has such a unique personality to themselves and such different styles such of comedy. strongly
1: defined characters. I mean, yes. I think about that all the time because I used to write a little bit um, and actually I just really I have to make sure that the characters are so clearly defined because yeah. that's what was so crazy about Buffy is like every person was so, so different. Yeah.
0: And yet somehow had the same like comedy language, like it all existed in the same universe, but they still had their own way of delivering or just their mm-hmm. own style while it also, no one ever seemed out of place. Mm-hmm. Just, mm,
1: love it. Except for An, yeah.
0: Oh Anya, but it was great.
1: It was great. It was so good. I
0: loved her. I think it's in season six, or is it the last season? This uh, she's episode. She gets like her own episode where it's all like the history of Anya.
1: Oh yeah, I think that's the last season. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you yes. talk about before when she cast a spell on the troll guy yeah. and all that
0: stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and they, and she got to do another musical number.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, but it was apparently cut from the actual oh. movie so the, or the actual musical episode and so they're like we want to put this in there oh really so is that what it was do, yeah. oh
0: like the oh like the song itself
1: yes oh yes, yes, i so. think you meant the, like
0: the actual scene i was like oh her not, heart the heart scene, not the scene not the, not the scene not the scene definitely because that was my only noticing. critique i was like that's not i remember noticing like, that too
1: i remember noticing that
0: i'm like she had the golden blonde to the shoulder hair then it was not that long it was not that it was so
1: cute it was so cute
0: also, um, I thought about like her being told like, "Hey, we're going to do an episode for you." Oh, great, cool. So the first scene you have to do like a five-minute dialogue scene in another language, and then you're going to do oh, an entire yeah. musical number too. <laughs> like, cause, cause she was asked to so make well. you
1: work. We're going to make
0: you work. And again, what a perfect she, acting reel. Like, she should have gotten so she, much work from that episode.
1: What about when uh, in the episode where Joyce dies? I mean, her moment oh. in that was it that's one of the moments that brought me to tears yeah. to hear someone describe the way she described it because that's how when the first big death in your or in someone you know yeah. it just you can't even really describe what's happening you're like why is this happening
0: yeah her being like why were we you know we were just having breakfast this morning and now suddenly everyone's sad and i'll i'll never see her again and i don't and understand I and no
1: one can tell me why yeah
0: <sighs> Yeah, well, yeah. Like she's she's so she's just so qui- quippy and funny, and so to suddenly see her vulnerable is it's more emotional. Because I mean, I will say though, Allison Hannigan, uh, also amazing in that episode. Her whole monologue like picking a shirt to wear to wear to the hospital. Yes. Oh my gosh, oh,
1: that episode is so good,
0: so good, and like and, and really everybody gets a really good moment in that episode it was oh.
1: when she's trying to do cpr when buffy's doing cpr and she breaks her rib and she's just like oh. i mean like it's so good the way they did it when it's they do the so
0: fake good. out where they act like the mother like starts breathing again and then she imagines like them getting to the hospital truly
1: so brilliant brilliant and then it's like bam just kidding
0: and I feel like people that have been through trauma—that's a real thing—that your brain tries to be like, okay, no, everything's gonna be, everything's gonna be okay. Like, this is gonna work out. So, whew, yeah, it was intense. It was very intense. And it, i loved her mother so much that when she when she died, and it was very abrupt. The way they did it was just like out of nowhere. Because
1: she had like, she'd gone through the whole like cancer yeah. thing. She. Had healed from it. He had gone and on a date just...
0: with like a new guy.
1: Yes,
0: and they even like faked you out with like Buffy comes home and like sees flowers for her mom and she's like, oh how sweet, and then suddenly her mom's just dead on the couch like it's just,
1: and the way she she's like mom, mom, and then she says mommy, oh my God. and like I don't know why like I have goosebumps just even oh me too hit. me too because when we were, I mean how this in season five I must have been in.
0: That was like in 2001, s- I think. 2001.
1: Like fifth or sixth grade, maybe?
0: I was, I was probably like a freshman in high school. So I was a little older. Okay.
1: I think I, think I was in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Because I, that was the season right before they switched over to UPN yes. and all that stuff, yes, right? Yes, 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 yes. So I just remember feeling... I remember those moments because it's like I, you don't really feel true like sadness inspired by like television or art or anything when you're younger you know so i remember all those moments i remember just feeling so sad
0: (laughs) well yeah i mean i remember yeah i think buffy was the first show that i got really emotionally invested in the characters um because i had an obsessive you know, personality type with, like, that show when when I was watching it. And so when anything emotional happened with, like, I remember when Angel broke up with Buffy and became, like, evil. That was such drama when I watched that. And, oh, just, like, or even when in season five, when Buffy finally, like, realizes that she can, like, kill herself so that Dawn doesn't have to die. Like, that was emotional
1: that was so emotional and i was on a roller coaster emotionally because i was i kept going back and forth i'm like are they gonna let her die are they gonna kill Don? god oh my god i was like is that if that's the only way like are they gonna kill her
0: oh michelle trachtenberg giving a really good performance when she was like getting cut by joel gray and he was like slowly bleeding her oh mouth. i forgot
1: like, about that moment. yeah joel gray slayed he literally (laughs) oh my god he was so creepy
0: whoever thought to cast joel gray like give them a gold star that that's that was such brilliant casting oh wait so who's the rest of your top five did you ever say
1: uh so we said willow harmony harmony um giles yeah and
0: yeah i haven't said my fifth either. i already oh, said I glory
1: yeah i already said glory for favorite villain so i don't want to use her again yeah. No, yeah
0: yeah
1: i'm gonna have to say joyce oh joyce oh god the way i just loved how in the beginning of the show it was this thing where like you had to keep the slaying a secret yeah and then after she found out like they took you through it because first she was mad as hell Yeah, yeah yeah And then she was just like, all right, Helen, are you staying out? Oh, you're dating a vampire? Okay, cool, 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 cool.
0: Yeah, I just, what I love about Buffy also is how the stakes could just be raised so much in the course of an episode. Because, like, when Angel goes evil, the moment when Buffy realizes, oh, he's been invited into the house so he can enter the house whenever he wants to. And suddenly you're like, there's no safe place. And it's just, oh.
1: And the parts where, like, you could tell she was really scared when she started hanging like garlic in her room and crosses all around her room. And she's—I don't—I think it was for Spike, actually.
0: Yeah, after
1: that situation, and she just sat on her bed like this. And it's those moments of weakness that I was talking about—that like, for you to be so strong, even it don't matter how strong you are. Yeah, you can still have moments of weakness.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I loved about Joss Whedon's writing is he would make her tough, but never let her lose her vulnerability. She so didn't feel the need to make her just like ultra tough with like an ultra tough exterior and never let her show her emotions. I think it actually made her more interesting as a character.
1: Definitely. Can we talk about the episode where Giles gave her that shot? He took her powers away for that episode. It's so good. I mean, and she's weak. And she, I remember she tries to save Cordelia because this guy is like being rude to her. Yeah. And she grabs his arm, and she's so confident. She grabs his arm and tries to pull him away. And she's like, "Oh."
0: Oh, and when she it finds out, like when she finds out that he did it she to her, gets oh. so
1: mad.
0: Hey there. I'm Aaron Holman. Host of Eye to Eye, a weekly podcast talk show all about passion. I have this passion and this fire within me that burns brighter than the fire around me. glow With performing, there's always a story to tell, whether it's my own or not. Creativity. I go,
1: he's more than cute. He's creative.
0: All with an LGBT twist. Make sure to check out Eye to Eye. That's E-Y-E, number two, letter I. And rate and subscribe on Apple
1: Podcasts or wherever you listen in today.
0: Oh, you know what other episode I love? It was one of my favorite. I think it's top 10 Buffy episodes. I just love It's the episode where the Halloween costumes, they become whatever their Halloween
1: costume was. That was, I thought that was great. It's it's just such a good idea. Like, who thought of that?
0: Well, I love the way that they, they did this several times in the show where they would go like, okay, how do we how do we get all the characters to do something else this week? Like, what, so like, I remember this the other episode where they all forget who they are and so they all start like piecing together like who they think everybody is. And so like yes. Spike and Giles think they're father and son. And yes. Just, I just love yes. episodes like that.
1: Uh, we got to talk about this very strange episode. I thought it was very strange when I was younger. Oh, man. Where they're in the house and the house is feeding off of them having sex feeding off of their sexual energy so it's making the entire episode Buffy and Riley are in a room and they're having sex the entire episode and there's a house party going going downstairs and people are, would like touch a wall and they like feel I something weird I forgot about like, that how strange but kind of cool <laughs>
0: kind of <kinda> cool yeah, <laughs> I for, oh wow I have to go back and watch that one because I forgot about that well or that one in ages. they would just do weird episodes and i remember the episode called it's called conversations with dead people it's something that i they'd never really done where it's just dialogue it's just people talking to each other like there's a little bit of action but it's mostly just like these five ten minute dialogue scenes between characters and you know it's really almost like the structure of a one-act play, almost more than you know, like an and television. it's not.
1: It, it's almost like you're watching, you're discovering even more about each character
0: because mm-hmm.
1: nothing's really happening. There's kind of talking through,
0: yeah, uh,
1: their feelings really about seeing their lost loved one <sighs> that usually isn't even in that episode it was all fake (laughs) so
0: yeah like uh like tara appearing to like or yeah with willow and uh they found a way to bring joyce back which i i I did love that i oh i also to go back to villains i loved how in the last season uh, the, the first could just appear as any dead character so it was a way yeah, to bring back all idea. of these actors for the first Oh, because I also remember what's her name Drusinda is that Spike's oh my she god Drus- raked... Drusilla. Drusilla sorry Drusilla. that's my favorite Drusilla. character she was Drusilla's
1: my favorite character she was brilliant because also she's a, a huge part in Angel as well oh really and so is, Dar- and so is Darla Darla's a huge part I
0: Angel. might have to watch Angel now maybe I'll finally so... watch it
1: I mean, Drusilla was. I remember. I used to love just like the cra- the crazy people. Always, yeah. I always love the like psychotic weirdo. And I think her so, father
0: like, was Martin Landau.
1: Is it? Or her grandfather? Duh, that makes sense. But like,
0: she's fa- she's related to someone famous.
1: That makes I know that, but she's. She's also like a Shakespearean trained actor.
0: I mean, you can see it in the show. So yes, she plays that character oh. like high Shakespeare drama. It's it's she's yes. so good, and she was Sorry, scary. That's she, was that's my she was terrifying. She was terrifying because she was so oh. like quiet and like
1: and mysterious. And you're like, Is she, does she have powers? Yeah, she could see the future. And but she did. She did have like. She just had an ability that no no other vampire had also well and they so. would sell
0: her as being so weak sometimes like because spike was always like delicately dealing with her and but then she would just kill a character like when she killed when she killed the the other slayer
1: she killed kendra that was oh, awful.
0: that was that was enough. i love that episode drama
1: drama I remember Buffy's literally running from, from the police because they think that, the police think that Buffy... <laughs> I just still remember
0: her. Buffy slow-mo with that blue coat running through the Me hallway too, running to get back. to Kendra. Yeah.
1: Because Angel, yeah, <sighs> so good. God, that was so such
0: a good say that. Yeah, okay, that was pretty good. Okay, so season two, there's some good stuff in season two. There's a lot um,
1: of, there's a few random, I mean, Kendra is what's so fierce. I was so with sad. Who is Beyonce's cousin, to bring it back to Beyonce. Yeah. The, she, the actress is apparently Beyonce's Oh really? nobody knew about. It. yeah i didn't know that and nobody knew about it until like five years ago maybe
0: oh wow i love that i did like that they did not kill the the, the black slayer in the last season i was like watch her get killed watch her get killed oh they, yeah they not do i was happy they did not do
1: it <laughs> well and i know i'm there's one episode where she's the bait in a situation yeah. and i'm like and she comments on it yeah. like
0: oh yeah they're like oh you'll why, you'll why do there? i have to be the bait <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i just i did also i loved the last season the whole idea of all the potential slayers and like all of the and just the 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 big idea of giving women back their power and not like it was it was a it was it was good stuff i was into it
1: but they do that they do that in angel they bring some of those or the concept that there are more slayers out there now yeah i was gonna ask
0: about that? that So after Buffy yeah, ended, how did they bring that into to the show of Angel?
1: So there was one, only one more season of Angel oh, after. Okay. I'm trying to make sure that I'm telling you this for sure, right? Yes, there's one more season of Angel after Buffy okay. dies, after uh, the end of yeah, Buffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so there's Slayers out there now. Mm-hmm. Willow comes. Oh. Or Willow is mentioned oh, okay. a lot. Oh. And so there, and Wesley's always like, I just got off the phone with Willow. She's in Africa. <laughs> uh, her body's in Africa, but her, her mind is on this plane of existence because she needs to blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, but they kind of just mention Spike. Oh, Spike comes to the last season of Angel. Wait, how? he's reaped
0: <laughs> i mean so I guess, he, you he, know. Bur-
1: he burns up yeah so that necklace that he gets yeah that was supposed to be from the bad guy in angel mm-hmm. sent that necklace so spike dies but then the necklace gets mailed to angel mm-hmm. he opens it he touches the necklace and then spike kind of like forms but only in ghost form oh so he's a ghost for the first half of the season and then he gets made whole
0: oh does he get does he get to keep his soul
1: he still has a soul okay that's nice they keep playing with the idea that i don't know if they introduced this in buffy at all but they play with the idea that all of the prophecy so angel's supposed to be special because he has a vampire with the soul mm-hmm. yeah and there's prophecies that say that a vampire with the soul will save the world and blah blah blah, yeah. blah 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 and spike's like you thought it was foolish, <laughs> yeah <but laughs>
0: they,
1: could have, they could have been talking about me
0: oh my gosh so how would you rank the seasons how do you rank them in your mind what what do you think is uh from best to worst
1: from best to worst i'm gonna go five for best For best, same.
0: I would say that as as well. For me,
1: yeah. I'm trying to think which is better, three or four. I'm gonna say three.
0: We're we're the same so far, yeah.
1: And then I'm gonna say four, and then I'm gonna say six. Mm -hmm. But I know I know that six is literally insane. But but there's good stuff in it. There's good stuff in it. Good stuff in it. And then what is that? What's left? Seven.
0: Seven one and or seven. Wait. two and one
1: yeah that's gonna be my order seven two and then one
0: you would put two after seven i would say two seven one for me i would yeah it's i would i would because i there's yeah
1: that's right that's
0: right that's i so never far. liked anything in season seven as much as i liked some of the stuff in season two so i guess I would, I would yeah put two above seven so we have the same ranking who knew
1: we have the same ranking we have a lot of the same favorite characters we have good taste we get
0: How about Willow being a villain? I loved when they chose her to be the villain. That was crazy.
1: So good. I remember them using the term flay a lot. Like, when she ripped his skin off, I was like, I didn't... At the time, I was like, I didn't know there was a name for that. Like, she flayed a guy alive. I was like, is this this a common term? Oh,
0: my God. (laughs) I wanted him to die so bad, though. So I was like, does she have to go to jail? Because he was terrible.
1: (laughs) You know? Yeah, that was... That was an interesting. Oh, Tara dying.
0: Again, they really know how to do a twist. Like, they they will fake out an audience.
1: Because it was random as hell. Well, Uh, they
0: had just gotten back together and they had spent the night together and they were being all cuddly. And I should have seen that as like a a warning. But I just thought they were like letting the audience really experience them back together. And then, oh, well, they did the blood splatter on Willow's shirt where suddenly. Yes, it was like mid
1: conversation. It was like. And just ran them out the window, like from the window, you know. It's crazy.
0: Oh, and when she summons the demon, he's like, "It was a natural death, so you can't do anything about it." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, no. <gasps> oh, yeah." And just
1: and like all the stuff she had to do to summon him for Buffy, like mm. kill a deer, throw up a snake, all that stuff. In that moment, she just was like, "Yo," <sighs> like she yeah, she, she called like... him up on her <laughs> cell phone and was like, "Yo, I've
0: got him on speed dial." It's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> he's like no dice <laughs> you, you used up she demon. like
1: hurt him she hurt like a, a demon god
0: something like that um and i think it was just like because buffy at least died from like supernatural energy that killed her whereas tara just died mm-hmm. from a bullet and he's like Why well, i can't make you you can't bring her back yeah
1: so good and that those whole three. i mean i've seen those those are probably some of my most played episodes oh, really? uh, when she's bad yeah mm-hmm. i I just really... First of all, Alison Hannigan kind of is known for the same thing. You know, she kind of always gives you the same thing. So it was so cool to see her be that.
0: Well, the first first time I thought, oh, she's really good, was when they had her play her evil self in the alternate universe and she was a vampire. That was one of my first, like, favorite things on the show. (laughs) Well, also, I still remember... Um when she pretends to be the evil vampire and she's walking into the bronze so and she good. does her little like a little her like wave, like,
1: hey, it's me. <laughs> you know? Or at some she's like running, trying to run her hair, hair her fingers through someone's <laughs> hair and like her nails get stuck yeah. and she's like, Oh
0: <laughs> Yeah, I just, so I just good. Oh, the comedy. The comedy of Allison Hannigan. But she's uh oh, but she's so good. Oh my god. So so good. So good. Also oh, oh also, do you remember in that I think it's that episode where she's like, also, I think I'm a little gay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hint, hint. There we go. that was before. Yeah. That was way before. Um, I love it. I love this damn I show. I could talk
0: about this. I'm <laughs> like, I guess I need to wrap things up at some point. I could probably <laughs> do a four-hour episode on this, for real. <laughs> Just, are there any other, like, highlight, like, favorite Story developments or episodes. Well, actually, hold on. Let me slow down. We can't not talk about the
1: musical episode more because oh my god, we have to talk about the musical. What am I doing? Like I would because this was at a time where all the shows that were on air at the time pretty much had a musical episode.
0: Didn't this one kind of start it?
1: Yes, it definitely. It was either. I remember this one. And Seventh Heaven had a musical episode around the same 7th time. Seventh Heaven had a musical and episode? Seventh Heaven had a musical episode. Do you remember Scrubs?
0: Yeah, I remember Scrubs.
1: Scrubs had a yeah, musical that episode. So Grey's Anatomy had a musical episode. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: it did. That one did not make much sense uh, at all. I didn't
1: watch it, Wait, but so I did. Wait,
0: so Seventh Heaven, was it a musical musical or just they were songs they sang on it?
1: It was a musical musical. What was the reasoning behind it? I can't remember. I didn't watch it religiously. I just yeah. would watch it after uh, Ashley Simpson went on it. For a season. <laughs> yeah. So I watched that one. Okay. Okay. Um, but I remember them because it was on air at the same time. And I remember them advertising it along with. Buffy's musical episode that was to come.
0: I also remember when the show Even Stevens on the Disney Channel had a musical episode.
1: Influenza. The Influenza. I know every word. I know every single lyric to every well, song. Well, and the
0: girl that played her best friend had been young Barbara Streisand on Barbara Streisand's 2000 tour. So, like, I was like, she can sing. I did not
1: know that.
0: Yeah, you can look up, if you watch her, like, New Year's Eve concert from 2000, she's the young Barbara in the beginning of the concert. I didn't Yeah. That. Very
1: interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Isn't that crazy? Um but yeah, the musical episode of Buffy <clears> was just I mean, Spikes being being all angsty. <laughs> Giles actually well, they had already shown us that Giles is actually a very yeah. good singer.
0: <laughs> well he played Frankenfurter in the Rocky Horror Show in London. Didn't know that. I'm, didn't See I got I got trivia come on the one thing i thought was hilarious i found out that allison hannigan went to joss and said please 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 don't make me sing i'm so awful please don't make me sing that much and i think she sings the least of all the main characters and she has one of my favorite jokes of the episode where they're doing the um uh uh, uh, What, Walking Through the Fire? I can't remember what the song's called. Yes. She just one
1: yeah. lyric, and it's just, I
0: think the slime's mostly filler. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, I gotta watch that episode again. I mean, I used to play it out. Oh, same. Before they Don had an official Loki soundtrack, I had all
0: these like bad files of of just like clips. Me too, from, it, yeah. from
1: like LimeWire yeah. that I downloaded that someone had probably recorded on their flip. Phone.
0: Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I I was I think Sarah Michelle Geller does very well for not being a singer. Like for I mean, she's not she's not great. I'm not gonna make that. But the fact that she had to do that much singing. Um, for being a complete novice, I was I was pretty
1: impressed. She told the story. She did. She acted down. She
0: told that story. I do think, yeah, like we said before, I think Anya was my MVP as far as, like, just not as in she had the best voice. I do think Tara probably had the best female voice, of course. But I just think Anya was, she was oddly good at acting through songs. She was very expressive. And she
1: was a good, like, good little dancer. Yeah. She just... Bunnies on just cute like everybody poses yes. Like she was just giving, she was giving everything.
0: Oh my god! And just her and Xander's number together. I I love I love so that. So cute, <laughs> so cute. With her little her little red silk uh little little negligee. This is great.
1: Yeah. yes, and she, her body her was body says hell. Was
0: right, her abs were ooh as hard
1: as in her arms and her lip i mean she she was just well i
0: almost was like is she a dancer like did she used to like like what's what's her deal not that she was an amazing dancer but she was a she was solid
1: of yeah and of all the rest of them yeah
0: i mean yeah oh god god bless xander xander was not he was not the best um no
1: but he was, he gave you cuteness in like a Matthew Broderick kind of way.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But. I mean, because Giles was that. the best male vocalist for sure.
1: Um, of course. Well, we already knew that was going to be yeah. the case. Like when, when they said in the musical episode, we were like, oh, well, Giles is going to do something.
0: Well, I, I rewatched it in preparation for this. And I did forget how much I did like Spike's number.
1: I didn't like his. Number. I didn't like it at the time. I don't even remember how it goes, but I remember not liking it. It was
0: at the that time. like, "Let me rest in peace." Let oh me get yeah. Some sleep. Oh. Well, I hated it at the time, but rewatching it, it it um it played a little better for me as, as an adult.
1: Okay. okay. You might I'll have to I'll have to see. Okay, I'll have to see right. about
0: it. I'll check in. <laughs> I'll check in later <laughs> and get an update. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It's funny how there was some stuff that I. Used to love, and now rewatching it as an adult, I went, "Oh, this isn't as good as I remember." But then there were other things, yeah, you know, like the Spike number they hated, hated when I was a child, and now I was like,
1: "Oh, it's I'm really gonna good. try it." I'm definitely gonna go. I mean, I was—I used to print out the lyric sheets, oh on, yeah, uh, like lyrics on demand or whatever we were using at the time. Yeah, so I was obsessed, so obsessed. Well, and of
0: course, um, uh, hint in battle is the demon. From the original cast of Dreamgirls.
1: I did not know that. Yeah, I got all the trivia. Because <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking... I was thinking of his voice because it was like low and smooth and he danced.
0: I think he was the original... So that makes um, sense. He was the original Thunder Early. I believe that's who he played. I could be wrong about that. He might have been Curtis. That would make a lot of sense. But I think he was Thunder Early. I think.
1: Interesting. He's
0: in the movie too. He's in the, the movie version of Dreamgirls. He plays... Jamie Foxx's, like right hand man at his uh, car shop. Oh
1: yeah, yeah
0: yeah. Oh um, and a little Michelle Trachtenberg gets her little dance moment.
1: And she looks so cute. So cute. <laughs> Is she in like a white dress?
0: It's like a it's like a silver silver blue almost white dress. Yes yes mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And I, I, with that episode, I love that there isn't even a fight at the end. It's just that they find out that Xander was the one that summoned the demon. And the demon's like, oh, okay, <laughs> never mind. I'm gonna go.
1: I know. <laughs> so funny. So, so funny. And but and, and who thought of that? People are literally <laughs> dancing and then just lighting on fire.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. It's just like, cause at first they're like, oh, I guess everything's fine. Like, this isn't like a dangerous uh, spell. It's just a little weird um yeah i just and or oh, was it um there's the little part where a woman's getting a parking ticket on the street and she sings to the parking ticket attendant
1: what does she say i i remember literally memorizing it but i'm, I'm trying asking to think of how you, it goes please, no.
0: <laughs> it isn't right it isn't it's fair. Right, it isn't fair. Uh, <laughs> there was no parking anywhere, anywhere.
1: Uh, and then when, what was the last night after that mm-hmm. I think, oh, she says, I think that hydrant <laughs> wasn't there. And I Why thought that that was so it funny. <laughs> and then the guy who's uh, coming from the dry cleaning, they've got a <laughs> the mustard. Out. And I was like,
0: so good. Perfect. Or perfect, even, perfect. I, I love that scene because first, it's like the parking attendant, and it's a walk and talk scene with like Xander, Giles, and I think it's Willow, and they're walking and talking. And just in the background is like this whole dance number happening with like three street, uh, street sweepers. And I just, yes, I just, yes, yes, yes. I love yes. the production of that episode. I just, I, I love, I remember joss whedon went to wb and said you have to give me another like 15 minutes for the episode because i can't have it uh like i can't have it be that short yes love
1: it i just i'm just like it's just brilliant like who thought of it how do you think of that stuff
0: joss whedon he wrote joss he wrote whedon, all those songs baby. pretty good too he did yeah he wrote all the music and lyrics Yes yes yes. I know this. I think he um I think he that did that thing so where he amazing. would sort of like hum the idea of a song into a recorder for someone that's more musically inclined and they like flushed it out but he wrote all the lyrics and everything. Yeah. Check out Piecing It Together on your favorite podcast app or check us out on piecingpod.com. You can also follow us on social media at piecingpod. Piecing It Together is a part of the All Points West Podcast Network. Well, so to wrap things up, I did want to play yes. a little Buffy version of the game catchphrase. Okay. Are, okay, are you I'm ready. ready? I'm ready. We can, we can each take a turn. Okay. Do you want to go first, or I can go first?
1: Uh, you go first. Can you go first?
0: Okay. Yes. Um, okay. Underground. Box. Huh. Wood. Wooden.
1: Coffin. Yes. Coffin. <laughs> okay. um, quiet. Floating. Wearing suits. Terrifying. Oh,
0: uh, the gentleman um cage rodent mouse amy yes amy the rat amy the rat
1: (laughs) um fierce hair i've already said this today fiercely dressed so strong yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) um okay uh slayer uh brash uh faith. yes faith faith
1: um mr pointy shark wooden. yes yeah,
0: mr pointy i mr. mr pointy, pointy. Uh, oh my god um uh government agency uh the initiative yeah <laughs> you got it
1: um half man half robot well Adam. half demon well we only have two halves. I don't know how I gave him three halves. <laughs> Adam was that
0: his name? Yes. Adam? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, vengeance. Uh, Anya. Oh, got it. Got
1: it. <laughs> Had sex with Giles. Um, uh, a lovely woman. My favorite. One of my favorite choice. Choice lovers.
0: Ooh, I forgot about that. Oh man. Uh, um, uh, vampire soul spin-off. angel yeah. mm-hmm. um we can each do one more how's that feel okay
1: okay one more fierce woman had a crush on wesley
0: oh cordelia one of the best characters cordelia. In ever yes cordelia, <laughs> cordelia. <laughs> okay. last one last one last one last one um there's so many. There's so many. Um, okay, okay. Um oh whatever. I'll, yeah, okay. Uh Witch, Redhead Willow. Yes, just Willow. We gotta end things with Willow. Love right. her,
1: love her so much.
0: Uh Yay. This has been so much fun
1: it was so much fun i could literally talk about but yeah i have to like stop hours on yeah.
0: end i've accepted that this episode's gonna be longer audience you'll just have to deal with it i will not tell you sorry, y'all. sorry I, y'all i can't
1: help it i can't help it maybe it'll make them watch
0: they should hey listen i mean i guess like spoilers galore in this episode i know
1: i know, I
0: know. but even with the spoilers like my goodness gotta watch it And I end every episode with a segment where I ask my guests, who was the last actress who made you feel something?
1: The last actress that made me feel something. Okay, so I've rewatched literally everything in quarantine. Mm -hmm. And I just got to say, it's been said a million times, but Nicole Kidman in Big Little Lies what a masterful she's my
0: queen nicole kidman
1: i don't even i can't even describe what i feel from her mm. mm-hmm. yeah masterful just
0: masterful, masterful. i remember being so excited for her in that show because i felt like this person that was always going nicole kidman and people were like yeah i guess like, she's, she's good and then that show came out and i went see i told you i told you she was great i told you she was amazing
1: Every move she made. Wait, what was yours? Who's your last? Well, interest.
0: because of to be topical, um, I've been watching lots of Buffy, and so I guess it would be, I would say Sarah Michelle Gellar. But that's like the easy answer. Um, I actually think rewatching the whole arc of Allison Hannigan on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I just I she was so good, so so good, and what an impressive actress that she was lucky enough to get a whole other huge show that there are people that know her for a whole other show with uh how i met your
1: mother and with no they who've never seen a single episode of buffy yeah
0: exactly (laughs) and then if you watch buffy and you get to experience whole new like colors to her as an actress i just
1: think that's that's so great oh she's great she's great she's a queen
0: so do you want to tell the listeners where they can find you on social media
1: um, you can find me at at Stevens Believe In on, um, Instagram. And, uh, that's really all the social media that I use because I'm really bad at technology. <laughs> I feel like
0: I'm constantly replying to your stories because you're always posting things. and I'm like, you'll go, I don't know. Does anyone even remember this? And I'm like, May I know this.
1: But let the problem is, so this is something that I always say about myself and just for people to know in general. So many times we think we're strange or like weird or we're the only ones doing this thing. Yeah and most of the time if we just <laughs> accept it and like be proud of it everyone else you'll find the is people. thinking the same thing yeah do you, it's crazy.
0: do you know the podcast it's called lost culturistas no it's this do you listen to podcasts a lot are you a big podcaster not
1: a lot i have a couple that i just listen to like kind of over and over but yeah. <laughs> i don't really do it regularly well this
0: one i mean you might be into it it's really funny it's these two gay men it's it's bow and yang who's on saturday night live and this other comedian named matt rogers and uh, but like bow and yang a little bit but matt rogers specifically he will just Rant about all these pop culture references, and I'll be thinking, like, wait, how did he get into my brain? Like, these are all of my references. Like, no one's supposed to know what these things are. And so, I I, yeah, I find it fascinating when you we think we're in these like little weird bubbles of, oh, I'm such a weirdo. Like, no one even knows what all this stuff is, and then you find out not so much, not so much. Exactly,
1: we're all a lot more in common than we think. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, Stephen, thank you so much for
1: coming on the show this was so fun thank you so much for having me of course
0: and thank you so much again to steven for coming on the show i had such a fun time diving into all things buffy the vampire slayer i think we definitely could have talked for at least another hour or so without even thinking about it so eventually we had to be stopped but i hope you all had a great time listening to today's episode and if you would like to support the podcast like i said at the beginning you can go to in another world pod on instagram or at IAW Podcast on Twitter. And look out for all sorts of fun poll questions and fun little teasers for the next week's episode. And I hope you all have a lovely rest of your week. And I'll see you here next time. I'm your host, Zachary Landl. And this has been another episode of In Another World.